0: Hey guys, it's your boys Vic, Zach, and Joey back again discussing Slaughterhouse 5. Today we'll be talking about chapters 8 through 10. Specifically, we'll be talking about Nazi propaganda in the book and the importance of Valencia's death in the novel and the connection between war and the aliens in the novel. <laughs>
1: Discussing Nazi propaganda and different responses displayed by different types of people. For and
2: Deutschland
3: is happy and
2: gay. So, while reading this novel, it kind of got me thinking about how Nazi propaganda really changes how people see certain events. Have you seen that in, like, uh, your history class? Because I know I have.
0: Well, I definitely think I have. Um, I I believe we studied this, how, like, during World War Two time, a lot of the Nazi propaganda was, like, one of their, like, strengths because television, radio, all sorts of, like, media and, like, connection, basically, were, you know, supervised, and they had like, people were listening into telephone calls and everything, so I, I've definitely seen, like, Nazi propaganda, all the commercials, too, of, like, the giant crowds and the giant armies in front of Hitler's, like, um, what are the speeches, basically. Yeah. So.
1: Well, the Nazis were able to, like, turn a whole nation of people on their side in a matter of, like, what, 10, 20, 10 years? Yeah, I, I would say even less than that. And, the, you know, just, like, all, all the... TV had Vixels monitors, uh, monitor, so, like, anything went on TV, it showed, you know, the Nazis being the best, and they had the propaganda, uh, you know, uh, showing that the Aryan race is the best race, and how the Jews, that they're not as superior as anyone else, and they're, like, just, you know, lower. It's like, like a uh, social hierarchy that the, the Germans are on top, and then everyone else is below them. Yeah, I definitely think that because the government <laughs> had so much control over all of the media,
2: that people really had no other outlets to even... Like look into what they were learning from the news and other types of media, like the radio and just TV shows in general. Like it really ended up being brainwashing to an entire nation. You know?
0: Yeah, I was just gonna ask. I w- I just want to get your opinion. Like, what do you think? Like, Campbell Campbell Jr. in the uh, in the story talks about how like it talks about how he's American and then he becomes a Nazi. What, like, what do you think, what's the ideology, or, like, why did he become, like, a Nazi, do you think?
2: See, that that gets into a whole other question about why people become radicalized in a, in a political way of life, and I feel like he kind of turned that way because it was advantageous to him to do it, because he saw that um, he would be able to... I mean, help the Nazis as a propagandist, and uh, he would be, like, safe from them so that he wouldn't be targeted by them. And it's not so much out of fear, but out of, like, selfishness and for his own personal gain. If
1: if he was to do so, like, like he doesn't worry about anything. Like, he's one of them now, so he doesn't worry about being the American that they're trying to defeat. Like, he's set now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I also saw in the, the book how when he's trying to turn the Americans to fight for the Germans on the Russian front, that one of the United States soldiers steps up and he says... Edgar Derby? Yeah, him. Yeah, Derby. he uh, he steps up and he says, no, that the Soviets and the United, uh, the United States are together for World War II and that they won't succumb to the Nazi propaganda. Do you have any ideas about that? I mean, considering that the United States and Soviets don't always have the best... Uh, relationship
0: well, I think in like in terms of wartime, you know if you make a connection it 's going to be hard to turn on that, especially like between the u s and Russia and like all the bad connections they had after that but like i 'm just trying to think of like i i don 't think a soldier would turn on his own country especially especially in that time because I feel like the war was more personal. For America, because at that time we weren't really like a a superpower in the world,
1: and we weren't fighting like to police other nations. Like we were fighting because I mean, they have our freedom, with like Pearl Harbor and all the other attacks, like right. Like, I don't know we were fighting. Right, we
0: we were attacked, so we were basically fighting to defend ourselves. It wasn't it wasn't to help another country or anything, but just for out of defense, basically. Yeah, and I really think that that
2: soldier. Uh, specifically, and the United States sort of in general, didn't want to turn on Russia specifically because it's kind of the mentality of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So they saw a common goal that they wanted to defeat the the Germans in World War Two and just kind of, uh, I don't know, I, w- I mean, promote peace, but do it through defeating the Germans. Yeah. Now that we've discussed Nazi propaganda and how people relate to it, we'll be talking about the importance of Valencia's death in the novel.
0: So, in this chapter, Valencia dies, but... I find it really weird how she dies. She dies from, uh, well, it jumps to Billy being in the hospital after the plane crash, and he's out. He's obviously unconscious, and at this time he's tra- time traveling. But um, Valencia is supposedly driving to go like meet him in the hospital, and she's like hysterical right now, and she ends up getting in a car accident, and something goes wrong with her car, where her exhaust the exhaust pipe breaks off or something so yeah. something like that. And she ends up driving all the way there. She shows up with carbon monoxide poisoning, and she's, like, her face is blue, she can barely breathe, and then she dies an hour later. I just found it really weird how she dies and basically, like, how Billy is, like, unaware of all this while he's (laughs) time-traveling because at this time he's unconscious and, like, we don't know exactly where he is time-traveling, but he's most likely with the aliens or in in the zoo something like that. What do you guys what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I really think it's strange how like throughout the entire novel, it kind of Billy kind of focuses on how everyone dies and how like the specific way they die and <coughs> I mean like who killed them or like what specific thing killed them down to like very gritty details, very
1: um, Which is like Valencia, like saying how her face face turned blue and like like the small details, and like how yeah. later she she died, like
2: yeah. But it, Billy doesn't know like this even happens because he's unconscious. That that's the one time that he's not like aware of death that is around him. It kind of yeah. like especially because it's the novel is closing out, and I mean it's it draws back to that theme of loss that we kind of talked about in a previous episode of ours, you know
0: yeah i I feel like it's just it's just really strange how Vonnegut portrays death because obviously he has like the famous saying so it goes and it's probably been repeated tens like a good amount of time i mean you can even get the saying on t shirts yeah it, I, I forgot one yeah, a good amount of times in the book already, and it just like basically he's he's i think he's saying like when so it goes, it it just shows that like death, death has no justice. Basically, like there's no, there's nothing good about death. But like at the same time, a lot of people like just always disregard death. Basically, yeah, just like death and like death in the war. Like it, it
1: correlates between one another. Like just saying like death in the war is pointless and like death in general. And, like see, people just like forget about it, and like during this time, it's like just people don't really find any meaning behind death so it goes to someone else that just passed away.
2: Yeah, just kind of it's another time that Valine shows us that death is like it's often seen as this huge thing, but in reality it's just like it's like a matter of fact that everyone's going to die, you know.
0: Yeah, he talks about how or uh Billy talks about how um in Dresden how like the the naked teenage girls died and then he says so it goes and then uh what was the uh, soldier's name? Good. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. The uh, what was what was his name is Edgar Derby, um, and like basically throughout the whole book so far, I feel like you know Billy's been talking about how like Edgar's gonna die, and he and he knows how he's gonna he knows how he's going to die, but like when he does, he all he he's just found and he gets caught for stealing. During uh at Dresden, and the firing squad firing squad kills him, which I found I found like very anticlimactic because like they've been talking about his death the whole book, and then it eventually just winds up being he gets killed by a firing squad. So
2: yeah, I, I really feel like a lot of the a lot of the deaths in this book are anticlimactic, especially Valencia's, You know,
1: but yeah, because I mean it's not like he know about it, but like it just built up to it. It's like he just he just played off as it just happened it's not like he was dramatic about it or anything he just, just states that she died and that was pretty much the end of it
2: yeah i i mean billy being unconscious is really kind of different in this instance because uh because of the plane crash he doesn't know about his own wife's death and that that kind of shows how like a lot of people are dying in the world but we don't really focus on them specifically we kind of draw attention to specific instances of where people die that we know or that's famous.
0: Yeah, I feel like, like, Billy time-traveling and all that, like, he's kind of, like, oblivious to all this death, like, he, he's talking about, like, how, like, a ton of people are dying in the war back at home, and, like, he's time-traveling somewhere else, so he's, like, he's, like, living in his own fantasy, which was basically, I, I'm referencing myself from last episode, like, this is, like, all the time-traveling is in his head, and, like, he I think he's, like, ignoring all the death but like it's still happening in large amounts. Yeah, I think we can all agree that uh Vonnegut really
2: plays on the uh, idea of loss in the novel.
0: and night he sees is just
2: blue. Like him and blue.
0: Lastly, we will be talking about we were talking with the renowned first-grade teacher from the prestigious St. Barnabas Catholic Grammar School about the connection between the aliens and war in the novel. So in the novel, I really saw a connection between
2: war and the aliens, to be
1: honest. Yeah, I saw the connection between the destruction of war and, like, the ideology of the aliens and how the aliens believe, like, you know, like, they don't really care for human life, which is how, in the war, you know, some people may think they have to, how they do have to be because, like, you're just killing other humans. Like, you can't really care for it. You know, all humans, like, you know, uh, what, what do you think about that, Mrs. Allen?
3: Well, I think you should always care for human life because that is what uh, we're taught to do by Jesus. Well, I could never be a soldier because I feel that you have to not care about human life, and I would always have to care about human life in any circumstance.
0: Yeah, I feel like this all ties in together because, obviously, Billy... Billy, this is all in his head, and he's had like post traumatic stress disorder from the from the war and death in the novel is like looked over, and like no one really cares like about the death so like the 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 reason why the aliens don't really care is because honestly Billy probably doesn't care because especially with the so it goes like everyone just looks over like. People dying, especially like uh, Valencia, like his his wife dies, and I don't know. It never states after he comes out of the out of like the coma or whatever, but like he it feels the book just writes like like shit, it never even happened. Like his wife who he loved never even died. So yeah,
2: I feel like because he's so surrounded by death that he comes numb to it and just um, it really makes him. Desensitized to death as a whole, and that's kind of what war does to people. Do you agree?
3: I've never been in a war, so how could I agree with that? But I definitely do think it changes people.
1: Yeah, I think like just the killing of people constantly through day after day, night after night, and seeing your fellow uh, soldiers being killed right before your eyes, seeing them be injured. Like, do you think? Do you guys think like there's an impact on how Billy sees like the meaning of death and like really death is just something that happens
0: and death like is normalized in the book i definitely think it something happens to billy i definitely think like something in his brain doesn't click anymore because especially with death he just like it doesn't seem to like phase him anymore especially with dresden which he claims is worse than the holocaust and people are scarred for life by the holocaust and they they're crazy in the head honestly sometimes uh but like dresden was horrible he's saying and he doesn't seem like phased at all by it yeah i think because of the aliens
2: uh that we all think that are in his head uh they just kind of see that death is a matter of fact and that it doesn't really matter it kind of shows that he's so been normalized death has been normalized to him that like uh he portrays that through the aliens not caring and uh also, I thought interesting that the aliens um, were more akin to believing into Darwin's theories and um, his ideas about natural selection instead of the more peaceful thoughts of,
1: of Jesus. So the aliens relate more to the Darwinism because they believe that because they're on top and because they're better than everyone else, they have the most power that they should like rule over everyone and they should Everyone should like look up to them, and they should just, you know, be on top of the world.
2: Yeah, or at least be able to do whatever they want.
3: Yeah. I don't agree with that because, um, in in God's eyes, we're all created equal, and it doesn't matter how much power or how much money you have. Um, we should all be seen as the same.
2: Yeah, or else, and maybe not just the same, but enough that we have the same rights, and that no one is. Uh,
1: no superior.
2: Yeah. yeah no one gets else. to be superior over say. anyone
1: else.
0: Yeah. Overall, I think Vonnegut. He's really just trying to start a discussion about like death and how it affects people's lives, like through these aliens. He's just using the aliens to like portray how, how death affects these people.
2: Yeah, I think you just really want to send a message with this book, and uh, try to show people that death isn't always as it seems.
0: So that was our three day, three part series on Slaughterhouse Five.
1: Let us know your thoughts and opinions on chapters 8 through 10. Catch us next time when we will be analyzing the short story Pray Day by Sean O'Day.